What's going on, Will Freeman, Revolutionary Lifestyle Design.com, coming to you today from the beaches of Plata in Mexico, talking to you about how to get over overwhelmed. It's been a while, I know, and I wanted to come back at you with this video because I haven't been overwhelmed because I figured out the secret. And the secret is for you if you are a six figure, seven figure entrepreneur. You built a business, you hired a team, and it's become worse than the job that you have because you're completely overwhelmed and you have the world's worst boss, which is you. If you're still working a job, it's the wrong video for you, probably the wrong channel. You gotta get in the game and you can't do too much about overwhelm because you're working on someone else's timeline. When you have your own business, that's the only way to be able to control your own timeline and timeline is the key to getting over overwhelmed because you cannot get over being overwhelmed when someone else is stressing you out to force you to work on the timeline that they want. And that's usually what a boss will do to you. They're gonna want the most amount of work and the least amount of hours. And you don't have a choice because you don't have control over your revenue or your income stream. The problem is a lot of guys build a business and take that employee timeline mindset with them. Or even worse, you do like I did for a long time and become the world's worst boss on yourself, expecting short timelines, short goals, and uh, being on task 24 seven. What happens is uh, drug addiction, alcohol, cigarettes, porn, junk food, all of the above, stress, and feeling like you are unable to relax because you are in constant survival mode. If that sounds familiar, that's probably what's happening to you and it happens to pretty much every entrepreneur at some point. It happens to a lot of entrepreneurs for the entire life cycle of their business because all they do is focus on more money. They don't focus on the fucking purpose of money, which was to be happy. Money's the tool to make you happy. And if you're constantly overwhelmed, it means your timeline's too short. There is no behind, okay? What, what is an entrepreneur do? You set aggressive goals and you always feel behind. And if you set goals that you hit, a lot of times you don't even give yourself the payoff of hitting that goal. You say to yourself, target was too low. I'm gonna increase the target before you even get to the goal. And what you do is you keep yourself in a constant state of stress because you feel like you shouldn't have any slack time in your schedule. You're watching Gary Vee, you're watching these guys, you're trying to keep up. You're not where you wanna be. You're behind where you wanna be. It's already going too fucking slow and you're stressed out with what you have. And here's the truth. You don't have any obligations. When you have money in the bank, and you have your own business, you don't have obligations. And the only timeline that you need to be on is yours. So any chaos, pressure, stress, overwhelm that you're feeling, if you wanna know who's causing that, just go look in the mirror. You're doing it all to yourself. And if you're not careful, you're gonna to torture yourself like that for the next five, 10, 20, 25 years. It doesn't matter if you stack 100, 500K, a million, five million, you're gonna find ways to put yourself under pressure and to stay in chaos and to stay in overwhelm because of the targets you set. A lot of the time guys are trying to play the competition game. You're using money and net worth as a status symbol. I'm trying to be a millionaire so that I can feel good about myself and I can have the identity of a millionaire instead of trying to build a lifestyle business that allows you to go to the beach on a Wednesday afternoon for work. 
I'm doing work on the beach in Mexico. By the way, millionaire is still a good goal, still an inspiring goal, but not when the timeline's too short. Not when the timeline's too short that it's hurting you. Okay, yes, there's a place for survival. To get to where you got now, you probably had to go through survival. You probably had to do a lot of shit you didn't want to do and save up a lot of money. But the second you get there, the second the money's coming in, the second the business is on its way to six figures or six figures and above, the second you've got a hundred grand or more in the bank, you're in thrival. 60% of Americans have less than 10K in their savings account, and that's gonna get worse. So if you have 100, above 100K, which I hope you do, you're the first level of affluence. If you're like a lot of my clients and you have seven figures or over 500K in the bank, you're doing pretty well. The problem is you're comparing yourself to guys who are doing a lot better. And that's good to a degree, but only so much as it inspires you to get to that goal. Not so much that you set a tight timeline and feel constantly under pressure and under stress because you're not at your net worth goal and you're not at your income goal. And this is true of billionaires. Uh, Joe Polish has billionaires in his genius network and he said he was on a private plane with one of the guys and he smashed a dinner plate because he threw it across the private cabin of his private plane because his company didn't make their earnings target for that quarter. Right? This is a guy who's a multi-billionaire. And a lot of the time, you go from the employee mindset to full-on into personal development, and you take on a mindset that's just as deadly, which is the constant dissatisfaction. And a lot of entrepreneurs are proud of the fact that they're constantly dissatisfied. When that's the case, you've lost the force for the trees. That's the right metaphor. I mean, ultimately, you got into the game, to have money, to security, to not do shit that you hate, to have women, to live and be comfortable. Ultimately, all those things are happiness. That's what you got in the game for. So that's what you have to remember about being in the game. You have to be able to enjoy the process. And you can't enjoy the process or enjoy your life when your targets are too tight. All right, so the secret is have the goals, Right? If you've bought my Had A Good Organized System, your goals are in TickTick. If you're a coaching client with mine, your goals are in TickTick, uh, the organizational app. But extend the goals. And if you have a bunch of projects, try taking off the timelines or the due dates for the projects. That's what I did. Because I know those projects are going to get worked on in my free time. And if, if that feels too dangerous, double or triple the timelines on those projects. I want you to think about projects as you do about your email inbox. Forget about project zero. You're never gonna get to zero projects. Ideally, as an entrepreneur, you wanna die with projects on you. You wanna die with unfinished projects on you, okay? Just like you wanna die with a bunch of money in your bank account that you didn't spend, and a bunch of emails in your email inbox. So give up on the idea of a perfectly clear project folder. I have, and it changed my entire reality. Because before that, I was always trying to make sure my projects were clear and something came up and I'd be thinking, fuck, I'm already behind. I already have too much to do. It's another fucking thing. And I'm stressed out all the time. As opposed to now, I'm trying to put my four to six hours in every weekday. And the project takes as long as it takes because there's no urgency unless I put urgency on it. And by the grace of God, with the amount of net worth that I have and the business that I have, there's really no urgency. 
there's really no urgency on almost anything. And that's my choice. That's my choice. So better to set a lifestyle target. For example, 15K a month living in Southeast Asia, you can't even spend all that money. Assuming you're not buying dumb shit, which you shouldn't be. Right? Assuming you're renting a $4,000 a month villa in Bali, uh, buying food, groceries, taking girls out, it'd still be hard to spend 10K. And anybody can do that. Um, hopefully you're doing that already. You might be done already. You might have 500K in the bank and you're doing 15K and you've expatriated, you're done, right? That's, you know, just keep making that money, inflation adjusted, arbitrage adjusted for the next 10, 20 years. You're done, you're good. Put more money back into the money machine, make sure it's running smoothly and you get to enjoy your life and you get to use it as a tool. Money as a tool, that's the point, okay? So if you're in overwhelm, there's no chaos, there's no pressure, none of that stuff from outside. When you're an entrepreneur, when you have control over your revenue, it's all from you. So let's extend the timeline, all right? Let's either massively take the due dates off projects or extend the due dates by, by a factor of times three. And let's remember that you don't have any obligations. There's nothing you have to do when you have money. A lot of guys are afraid deep down that they're gonna to have to go back to that terrible job that they had before. Your worst job, for me, was working in sales. I will never, ever, ever, ever go back to working in sales. There are a million things that I put into place, financial security-wise, multiple bank accounts, multiple currencies, tax optimization, building a business, building a network. But even if somehow I lost all that, some black swan event, I'm going to India and I'm gonna live as a sadhu, he's a wandering monk. The bulk of my spiritual study has been non-duality. Um, I could do the same thing in Bali. And a lot of the time at night, I'm studying spirituality anyways. My client laughed when I told him this, and I said, I will do that before I go back to working a sales job. There is no obligation to go back to anything. There's no obligation to live anywhere or do anything or be anyone that you don't wanna be. There's no obligations at all. I, I really want to reiterate that with you because that should give you a tremendous sense of freedom. You don't have to do anything, okay? And when you have money and you have a solid source of income, triple that for you because you have enough cushion, you have enough money to not have to think about what you would do if you didn't have money, okay? But you can have that backup plan there. You can have the same backup plan that I have. Monastery, wandering monk, something like this. The world falls apart some dystopia. I'll just do that in the sunshine. It'll take me about three months to get used to it. Um, but other than that, I feel like I'd be pretty happy because I have faith. Um, I know that life's not forever. I have a relationship with God. So at the end of the day, the happiest man in the world is measured by his actual brain scans is uh, Matthew Ricard, who's a Buddhist monk who lives in Nepal and he does compassion meditation all day. Um, so there you go, okay? There's nothing you have to do. There's no target you have to hit. And if you're finding yourself having a hard time letting this message sink in, you're probably playing the competition game. You're probably comparing yourself to other guys who either don't give a shit about you, don't think about you very often, or don't even know your name. You're competing with guys a lot of the time on Instagram or on YouTube or wherever who don't and will never know you and you're crushing yourself 
by trying to keep up with them, to compete with them, and putting yourself on a lot of stress and a lot of timeline, tight timelines, instead of literally using money as a tool to be happy. The competition game, the comparison game, will never make you happy because whenever you go into it, you go into envy. And when you go into envy, you go out of loving, you go out of gratitude, and you go out of happiness. And now you're in pain and you say, I need to beat that guy, so I need to go on a tighter timeline and fucking win. And it took me a long time to figure this out because I was a really competitive guy growing up, whether it was soccer, whether it was whatever I was doing. And when I look back, 90% of the time I wasn't happy. I was only happy when I won. And when I won, I was happy because I was grateful. And I realized I could just be grateful now without having to go into envy and competition. And there's also no limit to it. Some guy's gonna have a bigger yacht or a bigger plane or better looking or better girls. And when you just go into humility and wish him well, that's it, it stops right there. When you go on into competition, that can cause you pain for the next 20, 25 years, playing that game with whoever the guy is or the guys are. There's no winning to it. That's why a lot of wealthy people are miserable because they take their identity as based on what they achieve. There's some positive benefits to that. There, there are positive benefits to getting motivated. There's positive benefits to looking at other guys who are doing well. But instead of seeing them as competition, you should see them as an example for all those cool things that you can get on top of the things that you're already grateful for, but you're gonna do it on a timeline where you don't feel ultra rushed and like you have a ton of obligations, okay? So remember, if you're doing six figures a year and you've got six figures in the bank, you're above survival. So start living in thrival and aim to get those work hours down to four to six hours a day. And a lot of doing that's gonna be about who not how. That's, that's a Dan Sullivan term about getting the right people on your team to do the things that you don't wanna do. It's not about delegating, it's about getting the right people who wanna do the thing, who you don't have to micromanage, you can give outcome-based management to. And that's why I never worked before, because I wasn't scouting for the right people who I could just give outcomes to. Now I have that, it's a game changer, and I can be here with you on the beach and not too worried about everything else that's going on in my life, including my flight for my next trip. It's not gonna be booked by me. By me is what I do, is my four to six hours of business work a day, and everything else is being given to other people who are better than those things, better at those things than I am, all right? So, if you're feeling overwhelmed, extend the timeline. Remember, you have no obligations. Stay in thrival, not survival. Look to get your work hours down to four to six productive hours a day and look to who, not how. You wanna see more on who, not how? Watch my video, who, not how? Or pick up Dan Sullivan's audiobook, who, not how, on Kindle. Listen to the first 45 minutes. That's all you need. You won't regret it. Finally, if you need help with that, holler at your boy, revolutionarylifestyledesign.com forward slash coaching. Fill out the form, apply to work with us. My team will get back to you. Or you can email Aaron, Aaron at revolutionarylifestyledesign.com. Uh, we'll get back to you with a questionnaire to see if you're a good fit. And we can go from there. If you need some one-on-one -on -one coaching, Stay tuned, the course is coming out, I promise. Um, it's coming out 
it's going to be pre-available to my coaching clients, the course notes, so you can get on, get in on that if you apply. Right now, I don't have a coaching slot available, but I might have one available next month. Probably only one because I don't have obligations and because of my work hours. So I don't have as much time as I used to for coaching. I might have one next month. Apply now to see if you can get that slot. And God bless. Thank you so much for watching. Hope you guys are doing well. Hope you're staying safe and healthy. And uh, God bless you. Thank you for watching.